Thank you for taking the time to listen to this sermon from Seekers Christian Fellowship. We believe that God's Word completes the believer, making them fully equipped men and women of God, ready for every good work. It is our prayer that through this message, you're challenged by the Word of God, built up in love for God and one another, conforming to the image of Jesus Christ. Down. 
this year. In Luke chapter 2, we read of an extraordinary announcement that the angel made to the ordinary people living out in the fields that first Christmas. The account reads, an angel of the Lord appeared and the glory of the Lord shone around the shepherds and they were terrified. Who wouldn't be terrified with such a sight? The angel said, do not be afraid or fear not. I bring you good news for all people. Now the three observations from this portion of scripture that I want to deal with this morning. Fear not, good news of great joy for all people. Fear not. That captures the attention of these shepherds and it should capture us as well today, even 2,000 years has gone by approximately from that first Christmas. Being terrified when heaven speaks is a good thing. When heaven speaks, people should have fear. There are blessings that can come with fear. For example, Psalm 25, 14 reads, God's mercy extends to those who fear and confide in him. And so are these shepherds. Psalm 115, verse 13, God blesses those who fear him. Small and great. Status doesn't matter, be it shepherds or royalties. Many are living with fear today and have good reasons to be fearful with all the crimes, the terrorism, and diseases, again, such as this pandemic globally we are suffering from, that plagues the whole world. But bad as it may seem to be, it cannot take away the great joy that resides in the core being of the people of light. You see, the Israelites were about to receive the Ten Commandments at Mount Sinai, and the account reads like this. Now when all the people saw the thunder and the flashes of lightning and the sound of trumpet and the mountain smoking, the people were afraid and trembled. And they stood far off and said to Moses, Moses, you speak to us and we will listen, but do not let God speak to us lest we die. Fear. The people cried out that day for a mediator before the holy, awesome God. They want the mediator Moses to be between them and the Almighty God. As history moves forward, some 2,000 years approximately ago, that first Christmas, God sends another mediator with the good news of great joy for all people. And we're so thankful for that. Good news of great joy. What is your reaction 
when you get good news that makes you happy how do you feel are you elated are you joyful when you get good news I'm pretty sure you do you see for 400 years God chosen people the Israelites did not hear from him God was silent until he sends John the Baptist as if he said John go ahead and prepare the way they're asleep my people are asleep go wake them up I'm about to make my way the angel herald, herald good news of great joy not just for God's chosen people Israel but for all people all over the world what joy this angel announced for all people of the earth just today in the tongue of David a Savior the Christ has been born some might say hold on a minute here I don't need a Savior I don't need a crutch I'm sitting on my own throne and I can handle life all by myself I don't need anybody much less a Savior fair enough we are all free will beings and free to make choices in life. Everything that pertains to life, we are free to make choices. But we are not free to choose the consequences that comes with them. God's word says it is appointed once to die and after face judgment. That is non-negotiable. No default setting when it comes to that. Now, why a savior? Why a savior, this angel, that this angel announced? You see, before we all stood condemned before God by violating his holy laws, beginning in the Garden of Eden and continue throughout life with our ungodly thoughts, ungodly behavior, ungodly actions, no one is perfect. We're all guilty. Why a savior? Because mankind is disconnected from their creator. There are no spiritual power line to connect. Disconnected from God are his image bearers who end up in trouble in the Garden of Eden. Lost their innocence, become sinners, and has been suffering the consequences ever since since in a chaotic world as we can experience now but with the coming of this Savior God decided to cease being our sentencing judge and become our gracious father becoming our gracious father yes but also with an offer something to be joyful about for everyone the angel said, fear not, I bring you good news for all people. What's this offer? The scripture told us. This offer is the Christmas grace child. Again, we can ask the question, for who? For all people. That's what the angel announced. For all people. 
What will this Christmas grace child do? As we look at the flow of the story. The Christmas grace child will open life's gate for all people. He will reconcile sinners who broke God's laws. He will make settlement for all people and connect them back to God that was lost in the Garden of Eden when our first parent, Adam and Eve, sinned. And by nature, all of us human beings are like them, with a fallen nature, a sinful nature. You see, the news media keeps us up to date what goes on in our city, in our country, in the world. We don't like to hear bad news. They sour our day. We are more inclined to hear good news about our country's development, our economy, our GDP, developments that will enhance our lives, cures for diseases, such as the one we are facing right now, COVID-19 pandemic virus. Here in this portion of scripture, in Luke 2, we have good news from heaven's press secretary, an angel. But how are we to understand such words? I bring you good news for all people. What kind of good news can affect all people equally in all parts of the world, regardless of their situation in life when it comes to our nationality, our color of skin, culture, gender, status, income level, position, prestige, power? How can it affect all people equally in all parts of the world and in all these areas that I mentioned? The medical experts have been working around the clock to find a cure for this COVID-19 virus. And should the vaccine prove to be successful, it will be beneficial and good news for people. But not everyone has the virus. People are sick and dying from cancer, AIDS, lungs, heart diseases, diabetes, brain diseases, fibromyalgia, Alzheimer's, and all other kinds of diseases and illness. People are dying from it. Then there are so much corruption and hate and evilness in our world that we never see at a level as we see now. Civil and nation fights, cyber warfare. So, so if politics and wars should end, that would be great for people who are affected by them. But not all people are affected by those things. It's not for all people. There are millions of people in our world that are affected with poverty. But then there are many who are living very affluent lives and are not affected with poverty. With all the offers and good fortune you and I have received in our life, not all are open to everyone for their benefit, only for our benefits. 
all the offers we receive have built-in restrictions, limitations, and expiration dates. They're amazing deals until you read the fine prints. You cannot get a reasonable medical benefit or a life insurance at a certain age. Or if you're a young person, you need a car insurance. If you do got an insurance, the costs are astronomical. So it's impossible on earth to make a universal offer that's always available to fit everyone. Yes, it may not be fair, but sorry, that is the way life is. And the longer we live, we learn that life isn't always fair in this world. That's what makes this divine offer, the angel announced, so good that the heavens press secretary announced to the shepherds. That this good news brings not just normal joy when something happened, but great joy that will transcend all barriers, all political boundaries, languages, customs, geography, status, income, poverty, religion, gender, etc., etc., for all eternity. That's what makes this divine offer so good that the angel announced. It's an offer that applies equally to each and every human being. It's for the benefit for all people with no expiration date, from royal births to the birth of the lowly shepherds living out in the fields. So for this good news to be truly good news and to bring glory to God in the highest, there could be no situation, no place, no people, no time, no culture, no sickness, where it will not be good news. You see, the creator of this universe made his entrance on earth approximately 2,000 years ago. He did not choose to enter our world in an all-powerful city, but in a tiny town in Bethlehem. He was not born in a palace or a five-star hotel, but humbled himself to be found in a stable where animals are kept, lying in a manger. His entourage was not nobles and princesses, but among beasts of burden. His human parent was not living like royalties, but peasants. His royal raiment was nothing but common cloth. He did not make his way with glamour and fanfare, but humbled himself to a stable. Now, very important, the Creator came that first Christmas to be identified with his lost and disconnected image bearers. Very important when he made his entrance onto earth. 
So what is this good news that will bring great joy to all people that Heaven's Press Secretary announced? The good news, a Saviour. Today, in the tongue of David, a Saviour has been born. A Saviour has been born to rescue us out of the world's darkness and from Satan's grip. You see, Jesus' birth and its implications ushered in the good news is for all people who was ever born because of God's divine goodness, because of God's divine love, because of God's divine mercy, because of God's divine grace, completely his divine goodness. The Bible reads, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and the knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. Generally speaking, mankind has been giving their Creator a rough time since He created them by not following His commandments that started in the Garden of Eden. And we continue with that same trend today because of our sinful nature that we inherited from our foreparents, Adam and Eve. All humans, as good as we can be, still fall short of God's standard and therefore have fallen short of God's commandments, His requirements. And we would expect that God to come in judgment to a creation that has mocked His laws and ignored His commandments. Ah, but He came that first Christmas as a baby, born from a virgin 2,000 years ago. God broke His silence and came to deliver all people all over the world who would put their trust and faith in Him. A Savior has come. Today, in the tongue of David, a Savior has been born. He came to grace mankind when He put on flesh and named Himself as the beloved Son, Jesus. The angel said, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news for all people. Today, a Savior has been born to you. See, God in the flesh made his entrance as a baby in an immoral and spiritual dark world, bringing light and life in this world. The Bible says, in him was life, and the life was the light of all mankind. Jesus himself said, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. There are too much chaos, corruption, and darkness in the world we live. And we need true light to navigate us through life on a day-to-day -day basis. God voluntarily put his glory aside temporarily 
took the measure necessary and chose to live among mankind to reclaim us. That's what he did that first Christmas. At times in life, we live in dark places. We face loss. We experience hurts. We feel alone. But when God made his entrance on earth, he brought light to a dark world, offering tangible help and everlasting hope. He experienced life on earth and identifies himself with you and me in the things we face on earth every day. He identifies himself with that. He knows your battles. He knows your struggles. Because he can identify, because you see, he also faced battles and he suffered on earth. But his primary mission was to seek the lost, offering himself to make everything right that went wrong in the Garden of Eden, and which one day will come to its fruition when repentant sinners will be with him forever and ever. You see, he grew up and ministered for three years to prostitutes and embezzlers, telling them the same thing he told the shepherds, the religious and the pious and the rich, that there is a place for you in my kingdom, and I want you to come and live with me, for where I am, there you will be also. What an offer. What an offer that first Christmas. In that angel, heaven's press secretary, announced. He'll say, I know everything about you. I don't care how bad you are, and I don't know, I do know that you're not good enough. I want you to be your savior and Lord, and if you repent and follow me, my father and I will come and live in your heart. That's the offer. And that offer is made to everyone. Isn't that a great Christmas gift? Coming with great joy for all people. For all people. God's grace. He gifted us with Jesus. Coming as a baby. This good news, the angels, the angel announced, is an open offer to all in the present life and for life eternity that follows beyond the grave. For God, Scripture says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whoever believeth in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. You see, listeners, hell and heaven are tethered in that verse. The most important headline news in the Christmas season is the very best news ever spoken. It is the language of God's divine love through Jesus Christ. Today, in the tongue of David, a Savior has been born. He is Christ the Lord. The most indescribable gift mankind 
will ever receive is Jesus Christ. Because our greatest need on earth was forgiveness, God grant us pardon. Because our greatest need was redemption, He came to rescue mankind. Because of our need for reconciliation, God came in the flesh, in Jesus Christ, to make things right. God came as a savior to die for our sins. Christmas and Easter go hand in hand. There is no Easter without Christmas and no Christmas without Easter. They go hand in hand. That's the good news that this angel announced that first Christmas to all people. The good news is good no matter who you are or where you are in life. The offer is yours. This Christmas, as you are in the spirit of giving and receiving, you will open your gift to receive what's in the wrapping paper. The Christmas story is this, among the other things I've talked about. Remove the wrapping paper of this gift God has given you and discover the light that entered into the world, that brings glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to men and women on whom his favor rests. You see, God gives peace. And his favor rests when you invited him in your heart. Jesus is the way, the truth, and life. God became one of us so that we might become one with him. He came to have a relationship with you and with me. And that, is, that happened through Jesus Christ, that Christmas baby, that grace child that came that first Christmas. And what will happen upon receiving Jesus in your heart, you can say, Merry Christmas and tidings of great joy with its true meaning. God bless you and your family. The Lord is gracious and righteous. Our God is full of compassion. Merry Christmas as we start the season. Amen.